Cahokia Mounds, if you ever come back, definitely go to Cahokia Mounds. Yes, I just learned about that place. And it's not too far from St. Louis. From If you're looking at it on a map, it's to the left, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. I just realized about that, that they had that. I did the Secret Space Conference, and I did all that stuff. And then I'm watching the History Channel or something. And it's like they're talking about I was like, damn, we could have went there. So yeah. with the mounds, that's like the the tallest mound in North America, if I ain't mistaken. Uh, There's something special about it. There, It could be that also, but it's the most ancient city in North America, in the whole continent. That site is the oldest, most ancient site. So, And it's a World UNESCO site. So it's similar to the pyramids. That's our version of the, of the pyramids, basically. And there's a lot of UFO t- activity around there. And it's a mystery to where all of the Native Americans went. They just up and disappeared. And it was the biggest city, like ancient, ancient times, the biggest city. Like it'd be like, I don't know, like the Mayans, except for the United States version. Whenever I began like communicating and seeing these UFOs and stuff, they actually showed me visions, like sent me visions telepathically of Cahokia Mounds. Really? Wow. (laughs) They gave me like a, like a new history. Like they gave, they gave me kind of like just the history. Hmm. They showed me the Cokia mounds with the native Americans doing agriculture, farming. And then there's two different types of ETs standing there with them. And they, and, and they had like a base underground under the mounds. So I believe, and you heard it here first, if they ever dig it up but that there is a base underneath Cokie Mountain, alien base. <laughs> alien base. Okay. I was yeah. about to ask, is like, is this an alien base or is this uh, a Native American type on the ground? No. Facility base. But <clears throat> there, and we're kind of like skipping, you know, skipping ahead. But whenever I was meditating before I met some beings from inner earth and they looked Native American, like very Native American. Mm. And I got that, I believe the that's where that city disappeared to. Some of Native Americans were taken underground. Man, it looked like we, we started off on right off the... bang? Yeah, we didn't waste any <laughs> Back time. Back up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. For the mounds and everything. So was, was there anything special with the mounds? Was there anything else that's like, like hey, there's, there's something more to it our history with the mounds mm-hmm. you know there were yeah anything any information about that well the energy there is very different there's probably some sort of like portals or something because it's very high energy very high energy i've gone there and and meditated and and it's just it's wild so there's some other special things about it i'm not sure exactly all what happened hmm. i just know that there were native americans and ets there <laughs> interesting yeah it's basically st louis is was built on top of like indian indian burial grounds like all of st louis was basically that native american city really st louis and then it's part of illinois too so i think it's technically like in illinois but it's literally like right on the border gotcha is that why that hotel's haunted, that St. Louis hotel? <laughs> that's, that's what I was going to say. I believe that is because Illinois is the most haunted place in the United States. Oh, I didn't what know What I've that. heard 
uh, right Illinois, like right where St. Louis is right next to it. So I think that does have a lot to do with the, the energy that's just been here for a long time. Hello, everybody. I have Lily Nova with me. And in today's video, I'm going to do something different outside this series. So this is something I was going to do in 2023, but things kind of brought some things together with Secret Space Conference and some, some guided meditation with some crystal bowls and some ETs photos I heard about and some UFO experiences. And I always wanted to do this type of video collaboration on the podcast as well and this will be called mysteries from the quantum realm so this is something i wanted to do in 2023 but something with instagram brought us together and there was i don't know how much details we want to go into but there was someone impersonating another individual i sent out a message i felt it wasn't the proper person it was a scammer you could say and then next thing you know, it, I realized this was the wrong individual. I felt like a like a dummy. And then next thing you know, it, I explained to you what happened. And then next thing you know, it, she was like, hey, I'll still do the video collaboration with you as well. We'll talk about UFOs and any other mysteries that, that come up. And I'm like, okay, cool. So Lily, tell us about yourself. I know I had a little bit of time to check out the YouTube channel. So you do a little bit of everything. Channeling, if I'm not mistaken. UFO yeah. experience, downloads as well. I know you uh, have the YouTube channel. So what else can you, you tell us about yourself? So I began, well, I started off as an astrophotographer. So I would take pictures of the night sky. Whenever COVID happened, that's what I began doing in the middle of lockdown as I took my camera and started going out stargazing and taking pictures of like the Milky Way and things like that. So I just fell in love with it. And I would spend like every night out there. And a couple months in or a few months in, uh, I had my first UFO encounter. And then it just it was a very close encounter. Like I was bending my neck looking up at this thing. It was like a diamond shaped craft still like the closest, like biggest one that I've seen. And then it came started coming straight for me. And disappeared right above my head. <laughs> I was shaking. <laughs> so that was my introduction to UFOs and my realization that there's life on other planets. And after that, UFOs began visiting me a lot. I began seeing them a lot. And so I, I started documenting my experiences. It's like they would come around whenever I had my camera with me. So I would, I was able to capture some evidence of it. And then I learned about CE5 and initiating contact with them. So I began doing that. Then a relationship developed and I began like learning from them. We began communicating and then I began meditating and began receiving visions and, and, and activating and just learning more about the ETs. So now what I do is I'll do like readings for people to help them find their star origins and I, on YouTube, I do 
live guided activations where I call in the star beings. And basically I'm channeling like these really high frequencies, quantum healing and all sorts of really cool stuff and DNA activations. And I also, okay. yeah, that's the, that's like the number one thing is DNA activations and helping people to connect with their star families and their cosmic origin. Any uh, dream work? Well, I do have dreams. Sometimes, sometimes they will send me messages through my dreams. So that happens sometimes. Okay. Yeah. The reason why I actually, that was part of my assignment. I was supposed to find some dream workers. So I was oh. wondering <laughs> if, the, if you've fallen out. So what is the readings that you do? How does that work out? If someone's interested in a reading, how does that work out? What, what does someone expect from it? Or mm-hmm. what is the process that you go through with them? So I collect some information from them you know, whatever goals, whatever they want to learn most about and like their name, birth date. And then I meditate for an hour beforehand. I receive a lot of my information through visions. So while meditating, I'll just, I'll see their star origins. There's any beings that they're connected with and just whatever the higher realms want them to know any like guidance and stuff like that. And then we do an hour Zoom call afterwards discussing my findings and steps that they can take. With the ET experience, when did you first have your experience and what was it like? Was it right after the ship you said something happened or was it later on or earlier before that? Well, this this ship that I saw was a pretty, pretty wild. And like I said, it was pretty close and it came basically right up to me there wasn't like a communication yet uh they were kind of like breaking the ice with me and then about a month later I spent the night at a astronomy park surrounded by UFOs um I was afraid to leave because I, I, I was in my car by myself in the middle of cornfields I was up there like stargazing and And I was sitting in my car and I just like got a feeling and I looked up, looked around and there were hovering lights, like one in every direction. And so I began recording it because I was like, holy crap, I think these are UFOs. So that's, and I did that for hours. And then after that, I just started seeing them left and right. They started popping up left and right. So I just began documenting them. And then some months after that, I began more of a communication with them. And actually got to see what some of them looked like. Okay. Are you able to share what they look like? Yeah. So the first one that I saw was, this was during like my first CE5 where I initiated contact with them. And I actually had somebody else with me. I went to uh, the astronomy park. He set out the intention to make contact and a golden orb appeared. And it was like moving around to our questions. I closed my eyes and it sent me a telepathic vision of a woman with light blue skin and she had no hair. So she was bald, but she was very beautiful, looked very human. And she had a silver skin tight like uniform on. And then there were crew members standing Mm. behind her. So that was the first one that I saw. And I saw the the light blue ones a lot after that. Also, I've seen like the Pleiadians, the Nordic looking ones with blonde hair. I've seen 
feline beings, like the lyrans with the with the lion heads. Sounds like you getting them all. <laughs> yeah, there was a while there where I was just seeing different, all different kinds of ETs. They were like kind of bombarding me through through visions. I'll see visions of them. Now it's kind of cal- calmed down a little bit. I don't always see so much, but I think they were like introducing me to all of the different types, I think. <laughs> gotcha. And were you seeing them as, as visions or were you seeing them like in person? Like, hey, I see something over there. Or is it more like, like your third eye, kind of like you sensing something? Yeah, it, through the third eye. And some, it's, it's almost like I'm remote viewing sometimes where. I see. Because I've seen, they've shown me like some I've, I've seen like on the ship and it's like they were, I was moving through the ship like they were giving me a tour of this ship it was like I was seeing uh what was going on there uh or it'll be just like an image of one of them a flash of one of them and I've also been able to hear them uh sometimes they've sent I've like actually heard their voices and uh they weren't talking bad about you huh They're like oh no <laughs> They were nice. <laughs> gotcha. So here's an interesting question because Sarah, when I when I did a video collaboration with her and she does past life regression, QHHT, and one of the cool things that she had was when her client had a past life regression and she woke up on a ship and come to find out when she was on the ship, she sees this alien being over her and kind of feminine features, you know, um but she was like i know this individual and she's staring at the alien individual and they're looking at each other and she's like oh my god that's me yeah and she's like that is so weird how is that is me and i'm in the human body but yet that is me as well you know and i, I know it deals with time is interwoven and overlapping as and so on so did you ever have that kind of sense, like the people that you were seeing or even that female blue being like, is that you or is that like your star family, anything like that? Yeah, some of them I would I would see, I like knew that it was like me from like a past life or another life. The The woman with the blue skin and she began popping up a lot, like she began teaching me she would, and she's the one who showed me the visions of like Kokia Mounds in the Native American ah. and was teaching me about spirituality and that the past, present, and future are all happening at once. And after a few months or a couple months, she finally told me that it was actually me. The person, the being that I had been communicating with that had been teaching me and guiding me was actually me. And shortly after that, I really, I stopped seeing her, uh, I don't know if she like integrated with me or what exactly happened, but she was with me like every day for months. And um, I think once I got to a certain point, then she was like, okay, like she's good. You're good. You're good to go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It is really trippy. It's really cool. I've also seen a, um, a future me who appeared through vision. It was a brunette Pleiadian woman and she appeared and she gave me like a message to humanity and she said she was me from the future are you able to share if, whether it's the blue being that was you or the future you 
are you able to share anything that you learned, any messages that they were sharing with you? Well, the, the Pleiadian future me was basically saying that, that we were very special, that we have in our, she didn't say our DNA is special, but that's part of what, you know, we have a special connection to source. We have special DNA and genetics, and we have a lot of potential, uh, a lot of gifts that we can develop. And she said, you know, do not let yourself be distracted or afraid. Focus on your heart. The heart is the key in, in the feeling of love, like that love raising your vibration. It's basically like the key. And it's just very supportive and compassionate saying, you know, that we're very <laughs> special and to, you know, support each other and lift each other up. And uh, to begin remembering who we truly are, begin remembering, mm. you know, our potential. And then the blue one, she told me all sorts of things. <laughs> I was like, in <laughs> like, she was in like, I was in like a boot camp with her. So she, she, she taught me how to, how to develop my third eye and begin activating my different abilities and gifts. So I would meditate with her a lot. And then, you know, she told me like that time is all happening all at once and there's parallel lives you know other lives and all in the koki mounds thing and stuff like that you think this would be funny too you think you have a special connection whether a past life with the koki mounds that could be yeah oh i didn't even like think about that <sighs> but yeah because certain clients you know um they have a gravitational pull to a certain concept, a certain theme, a certain region, and then come to find out the reason why is because they're so connected to that region for a certain lifetime that they had, they're connected to it, you know, just like with, uh, I'll bring up Sarah again, just like with her, you know, she lives in close to Key West. And the reason why she's there, because part of the uh, experiments that the Atlanteans were doing was very close to that area as close as they can get wow. not that it was happening in key west but as close as they can get and she l moved over there to meet clients and to essentially bottom line is to heal the area the heal to bring healing to that section of what happened back in the day so it would be interesting you know if you had a session and come to find out you had a past life there and you'd be like, oh, that makes so much sense. <laughs> that could have been the blue woman who I saw. That could have been like my life then too, that she could have came from. Gotcha. That, yeah. Um, but yeah, that definitely resonates. I think I do have a connection with. Uh, okay. You think the blue being lived there at one time? Like she, that was like her region where she lived? Well, what I, what I saw, she showed me like the Kokia Mounds, the Native Americans, and uh, she showed, showed me like these blue beings, these other, and they were Lyran. She told me they were Lyran and, uh, and, and Pleiadians there. So, and I don't know if that was her specific life where she was just kind of showing me like mm, I see. the past. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm curious now. so with that being said you think it's a lot older than what people think the mounds probably. yeah probably yeah and people even i don't know how old they they think it is but it's it's 
it's the oldest city in America, but yeah, it probably is older uh, than they even think. And they've shown me also visions of dinosaurs and UFOs. <laughs> <on the surface>. <laughs> so, <laughs> what was so, that like? <laughs> that, that blew my mind. I was like, what? So they, they were telling me, hey, we've been here for a very long time. <laughs> right. That's the point they're trying to get across. Is we've been here for a very, very long time. Yeah. Were they doing anything or were they just just researching the area, just scoping it out kind of thing? They just showed me kind of like fl- fl- flying around. Um, but they also showed me like a war happening with different like UFOs. Um, oh, that's so- interesting. Yeah, and I don't know, like, all the details about that, but there's definitely, like, an ET war on Earth a long time ago, and intuitively, with the dinosaurs, I feel like maybe some of those beings created them and then realized that, okay, humanity cannot, you know, people can't, like, flourish on a planet like that because they're so um, (laughs) aggressive. So I feel like they actually like got rid of them is kind of what I think, but I'm not hundred percent sure on that, but mm-hmm. I know that they did take some of them. So they've shown me visions of inner earth. My first vision I had of inner earth, there was a long neck dinosaur down there. So I think that they did take some of them under underground. What was the underground part all about? Was that a long time ago when, with, during the dinosaur age, it went underground? I didn't get the feel I got the feel of the uh the like the long neck dinosaur in the inner earth I got the feel that that wasn't like too long ago okay uh, something that's probably still going on now and it was like very tropical looking there was like a big illuminated something big and illuminated that was shining you know light and it looked you know a pretty normal place I saw like water and plants and stuff like that yeah. I think you had a past life in inner earth <laughs> Yeah, I actually, I did like a, a hypnosis session. I ended okay. up in, yeah, I ended up in Atlantis. And, and then it always comes that, back to Atlantis. <laughs> yeah. And then I went down the tunnels and I saw inner earth beings. And so I found out that I have been an inner earth in my, and actually I just did an inner earth activation on my youtube channel like two weekends ago mm-hmm. and whenever i did that you know we called on the inner earth beings connected with them and did like a guided activation and with that i found out yes i had actually helped lead people from atlantis down to inner earth and i actually had a connection with inner earth so that was like news to me oh okay so this was brand new information you never saw this in a book you never heard about this or anything like that no, oh, yeah, it was pretty brand new. I found out about that right after um, the the lady who did the hypnosis session on me. She had like a video of a hypnosis session she did with her and her friend, and one of them was like in Atlantis, and there was like everything was like hitting the fan. Stuff was hitting the fan, and they had to like leave really quick. And she was like opening up a portal to go down in inner Earth, and that really struck with me. I was like, that's wow, interesting. Yeah. And, and then shortly after, whenever I was doing the inner earth activation, I found out that I also, but she was from 
actually she wasn't in uh Atlant- atlantis she was in lumeria gotcha. i wasn't yeah i was in atlantis mm-hmm. though so then it was confirmed with me as well oh that's pretty cool so just to add more credit to your story uh, i don't know if you're ever read any Dolores Cannon's material, but there's a section in there where uh, before Atlantis fell, they were opening up uh, tunnels and portals to get down to the inner earth. Like some of them decided to leave because the earth energy was too dense, too negative for what was happening. And they didn't want to be part of that anymore. So when they left, you know, besides some of them went to Egypt, France, Europe, and so on, even North America, South America, they said, that's it, we're done. Everything, you know, we're spiritual people, you know, mm-hmm. we're getting out of here. And they did their portals and their cave work, and they wind up going to inner earth as well. So to add more credit to that. So I don't know if you knew that as well, but that's pretty cool that you had that experience. Yeah, no, I didn't know that, which, uh, I haven't read any of, well, I do have a couple of her books, but I haven't read any of them yet. Do you remember which one that was? <laughs> I'm curious. Uh, let's see. Out of, the, out of the six books I've read. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm pretty sure it's com- Convoluted Universe. And then someone can comment below because um, a lot of the viewers know a lot of this information. If I'm not mistaken, I want to guess it might be Convoluted Universe Part 1 or Part 2. Okay. It might be in one of those. I don't think it's in the Atlantis section. It's just one of those side stories, just yeah. a small clip, you know, where they'll say, yeah, where they're talking about in an earth and then they'll tie in like, yeah, the, one of the reasons why we went there was because of what was going on with the negativity of what was happening on the surface of the earth. And wow. they wanted to become more spiritual and they were done with the earth experiment. So I was like, wait a minute. And, this, and I was still new, and I'm like, wait a minute, we're an experiment? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did the blue being ha- had any other information? Was she a Palladian, or was she something else? He told me she was Lyran. Lyran? Okay. Yeah. And I, I feel like there's going to be more <laughs> that's going to come out about that, about her, to me. I, I feel it just recently, I've been feeling like she may resurface to to teach me and show me more and basically she just taught I was brand new to all of this I wasn't even like spiritual before this so she taught me a lot she was guiding me through just everything really (laughs) everything that I know (laughs) (laughs) and it it, I find it interesting so in a way this kind of started recently for you yeah about visions for everything Mm mm-hmm so I guess explain what was your life before and now explain your life afterwards. <laughs> well, I was a nutritionist. I was making nutrition and health content. And I taught uh, nutrition classes, nutrition and cooking classes for a university here in the around the community. And so I was doing that. Like I was very much into that. I wanted to help change the world. And, uh, you know, I was an educator. I loved, I made content. And I, I had like, a, I did have somewhat, I had an awakening years prior after hitting uh, a rock bottom. But 
and I and I've always been drawn to the universe and to space and drawn to ancient cultures and just consciousness I was studying the science of consciousness mm -hmm. whenever I had my first UFO sighting so it's like you was open that door a little bit <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah exactly I ended up like quitting my job shortly before my first UFO sighting I was basically just under the stars like at a loss what to do and then that's when the UFOs came and then flipped my world upside down <laughs> <laughs> perfect and now it's become my life <laughs> very very interesting it's crazy how it always always happens you know so it's it's like layers it's like one thing leads to another to another to another yeah. and i know we didn't really get into too many details of what we were going to talk about but i know you mentioned the ufos and i know you're a photographer and you have these photos and videos as well are you able to share any by any chance? Yeah, I can do that. And I'll try my best to describe it over the podcast part of it. Mm -hmm. Let me find my folder here. Have you yeah. been able to see anything new lately? Whenever I was in at the Grand Canyon, the, the sky cleared up for a minute and I saw like a couple little, a little one go by, kind of squiggled by. And I was like, was I just seeing that? Or, you know, is that you? And I saw another one. And then I was like, all right, guys, you're going to have to make it more obvious than that if that's you. And then I saw immediately I saw a big smiley face in the sky, like stars <laughs> in the sky shaped like a smiley face. <laughs> um, so besides that, I it's probably been a couple months since I've physically seen anything. But yeah, for a while I was making contact every day. But now I'll, they've, they're kind of, they kind of backed away a little bit in helping me focus more on like meditation and the activation. Yeah, stuff. I mean, if you think about it, if they show themselves too much, be like, what's all this activity going on over here? The next thing you know, you're on someone's radar. <laughs> yeah, I'm really surprised that that didn't happen to me or <laughs> I was, I was seeing them every, you day. know, special three letter agency. Be like, we need to talk to this person. Yeah, exactly. So I'll just show you guys a couple of my astrophotography first. This is okay. a, yeah, this is a photo of the Andromeda galaxy that I took. Lots so you was able to take that with your telescope, which you, with my with my camera so I have a big lens that's basically like sticking a little telescope on the end of your camera mm. it's a three, 300 millimeter lens and then you take a bunch of photos and you have to stack them all together but yes that's what I took with my okay camera. So right now it looks like we're looking at a, a galaxy a golden galaxy yeah wow and, that looks pretty amazing <laughs> and then here's just an, another picture the Pleiades is right there okay that looks very jumbled up too. A little star cluster. Yeah, there's the Orion Nebula. And so let's see. So you started off taking photos of space and then later on you got a little yeah. bit more than what you're bargaining for. <laughs> yes, exactly. So and here's one of my best ones. Uh, it is a UFO. I actually caught this in three different photos and it looks different in each photo. It was like it was manifesting mm. um, in making shape. 
And this was, I'd set up like a time lapse to, and it was only there for, for a few seconds. I got it in three photos and then it was gone, but it was during a CE5. So you can see me meditating right there. Okay. I had the camera set up and then the UFO is right there. So that's a, it almost looks like the bayou. <laughs> that reminds me of uh, down there in the, in the bayou. Yeah. I liked this spot by the lake. Um, here's, this is from my second encounter when I was surrounded by UFOs at the astronomy park. So you'll see the lights here and then they give me a light beam. So you'll see a beam of light appear right there. Okay. So right now we're looking at three dots on the video. It almost looks like a triangle. Oh, and one of them beams up, lights up. Yeah. Very interesting. Wow. It almost lights up. Almost. You think that's a, a UFO spaceship right there? Just yeah. like the three lights make one ship. I'm not exactly sure what the shape of it was. I got some photos of it and it was, it was like phasing in and out of the reality. But I, I do think that either it was two ships or one big one. Gotcha. That, yeah. yeah. Cause you kind of see as you go through the video, like shadowy between you got the triangle three dots. And then you also got the dot that's all the way to the right. Like some kind of shadow effect is happening. Yeah, and it was really interesting because above the spots where I caught these video, it's kind of hard to see, but it's like this weird effect above it. It's almost like an almost see-through like waves or static ap appeared above in the videos. Uh, and I saw it with my eyes too. It looked like very just dark, some weird, I don't know what it was, but some weird stuff like irradiating off of it. Mm, interesting yeah very interesting and so that one was right in front of me <laughs> probably like 50 feet, in, 50 and feet i guess this me. would be like your second experience yep okay second experience that was one of the did you tell anybody like oh my god look at this or were you like or were you nervous to show anybody out. Oh, yeah. I was messaging somebody while I was up there. I was like, I think I'm surrounded by UFOs. I don't know what to do. <laughs> and and, uh, and then I I recorded a lot of footage. So and I went back the next two nights because I wanted to see if they'd appear again. Um, and I did try showing people and nobody really at first, nobody believed me. They didn't, you know, but now they do. Absolutely. Yeah. This is another during another CE5. Uh, I set up the camera to take, you know, consecutive photos and I went out and asked them if they could appear and I got, this appears, oh no, just for, it was only in one photo. So I was taking mm -hmm. a bunch, a bunch of photos back to back. So it only appeared in one photo and it looks like it's like two black triangles and then there's some sort of a rip or a tear there like a line like it almost looks like it's like tearing space-time or right. a portal <laughs> did you have the camera was it on a time delay kind of thing or aperture aperture delay it was on so it would take photos every second okay yeah so it took a photo interesting every yeah. i wonder if that was like part of them moving and that's why there's a line so for the people on the podcast it kind of looks like 
two black triangles with a black line, squiggly line, mm -hmm. moving across. Yeah. And Lily's just in the uh, uh, foreground, and she's just walking in perfect opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, I really like this picture. They've done this two times where I've asked them to appear in and they've appeared with me in the photo. I just think it's super cool and poetic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's a good thing you, 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 and then another thing is like, you're in the picture, so mm -hmm. it, it makes it even more interesting. Yeah, it's beautiful. Okay, so in this one is a light being that I caught. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got the nudge to take a picture, and- Oh my goodness, you kind of- I don't know about you, but I guess you can kind of see some hands and somewhat of some feet, like yeah, a, like like a, a head. yeah, like a small light being. So it's actually pretty neat. There's multiple lines and it's a very glowy effect. Wow. Yeah. And there's little rainbows in it. Yes. Yeah, kind of like at the bottom. Yeah. Oh. I didn't know who <laughs> this was. Mm -hmm. for the longest and i just recently found out that this is actually a 12d andromedan like an energetic being that began manifesting and i couldn't see this with my eyes what i found through a lot of this is you can feel them i i felt you know i felt them around me oh uh, wow but they show up on camera so there's some sort of like wave of light that the cameras can pick up that our eyes can't I bet it almost looks like you can see a little bit of a hand, like their left hand. Yeah. When you, when you zoomed in, you can definitely see it. Like, uh, kind of like with the, I guess there's a black mat on the ground. Yeah. It looks like that could be like his, he or she's left hand. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. So, yeah, I like that one. <laughs> um, let's see. I'll show you one other one. Um, this is during ACE5, where I was out during the day. Some Sometimes, whenever I began filming them during the day, a lot of time they'd show up as an orb. And a lot of the time... I couldn't see them with my eyes, but they show up on the camera, but I could feel them. And you like, you could just feel the very intense energy. So I was communicating with them and they were showing, there was like a bunch of orbs going by and then a really big orb will appear that does some crazy geometrical shapes. Mm. So you, you can see little orbs by the sun. Okay. One flying through, through the sky. Yep. And then there's this really big one it it replays it almost looks like a butterfly like it ah like a i guess you would call it like a golden prism just floating I call it like a rubik's cube yeah like a rubik's, rubik's cube just floating and twirling around yeah and it's transparent yeah wow Hmm, that's interesting. It looks like, yeah. I've also caught orbs that that um, 
that actually have like the silhouettes of a being like little orbs though so I, it, I feel like they're like they're projecting their consciousness in some way uh so this would be like a little orb like the size of my hand but i could see the outline of a head and shoulders and a mm -hmm. triangle next to it very interesting i guess i'll show you there's one more oh you may not be able to see this one very well but this is a group of orbs that was in a field near me it was like three and then it turned into like five orbs and one of the orbs split into two mm, i see that so yeah. right now it looks like uh three small to me from my version it looks like pin lights but i guess when you was there they were bigger probably when you was there they weren't so small they were probably bigger yeah yeah so that one was strange that one was yeah in the field <laughs> near me. yeah that one tripped me out it was in the field like right near me and that's one of the other ones where there was like some weird dark fuzzy stuff coming out like radiating from above them wow thank you very much i guess you have others but i guess like you, you just keep them like those well, are your favorites and everything yeah those those are my favorites i do have some other ones and i probably have a lot more but i need so what i, I every day i was making contact with them and filming them that's what i did every day for like six months all last summer that's what i was doing so i had so much footage like literally like a full hard drive filled with footage oh wow yeah <laughs> they wouldn't be in every single one so i mm -hmm. had to like comb through so there's probably still ones that i don't you know know that i have yeah those are those are some of my top favorites gotcha okay <laughs> now with that being said so all this was happening at the same time so you were seeing you was getting the videos of, of the ufos you were seeing them and then you was having experience at the same time as well, or the, or the ET experiences happened later on? So they, they began like shortly after I started seeing them. The first time that I made contact with them, initiated contact, and I saw a UFO and it sent me the telepathic vision. After that, um, I began like sensing them and would begin receiving messages from them. So it was like a process. And also whenever I would see them or feel them, like my ears would ring or I would suddenly feel like a lot of love, like a really high vibration. It would make me emotional. I would cry like all the time. It was just a very like pure loving feeling, very beautiful feeling. So that's how it started. And I would begin, you know, getting those feelings. And, and then I began receiving messages. <laughs> gotcha. Interesting. You mentioned a ship. Were you physically on the ship or just telepathically on the ship or or just uh, out of body experience on the ship? It's, it's like telepathically. I feel like it's like remote viewing, but there I know that I've been on the ship before. <laughs> they just have not allowed me to remember it, but I know I have. There was one night where I, um, you know, I was sleeping and I just jolted awake like wide awake right before I jolted wide awake I suddenly was like having a dream or was like in in the middle of like a beam a beam of light and I could feel it on my body 
like it, the high high vibration of it the high frequency and it it was crazy it was like i could literally feel this beam it was like nothing i've ever felt before in my life like i was getting beamed up or beamed back down and mm. then I jolted awake and i was like was i just in the ship <laughs> you're like wait a minute what's going on over here <laughs> yeah so i know that i have but I just don't know the details yet. I haven't been able to like remember be- being like physically on the ship. Yeah, because I was going to ask you as, if you was on the ship, what was your experience like? What happened and so on. And yeah. that's what I was going to ask you. Yeah, I wish you know. I in the beginning, it was really good about like any questions that I had answered like immediately. Mm-hmm. And I feel like recently there are some things that they are waiting to tell me at the perfect timing uh, mm-hmm. yeah sounds about right you know you don't want to give too much information out especially you just starting off on this journey and everything you don't want to be bombarded with everything everything i was super bombarded <laughs> <laughs> and now but now i got used to it i'm like all right give it to me uh now they hit the brakes on you like digest this first (laughs) yeah they're like you know they they really want me to focus on the uh doing like the live activations on in youtube they've shown me visions of you know youtube and and growing a following and getting more people in on these um on the live activations because that helps them to activate too and 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 they're assisting me in channeling you know channeling that but people have had experiences after the live activation, somebody had a blue orb manifest in their house. <laughs> really? Yeah. After the Arcturian meditation. And I know that Arcturians, I've heard this from two other people, that they were visited by a blue orb that was Arcturian. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> so we're going to give you this information for the activations. What is your videos that they consist of the online activations so the online activations are it's it's on youtube at every on every sunday at two o'clock p.m central time and basically we get together all share stuff on like different topics so we've done the pleiadians one day called in the pleiadians shared a couple messages from them and then basically the star beings help assist me with like like a supercharged Reiki session on the group. We meditate together and, you know, I'm guiding everybody through it. A lot of people feel physical sensations. And so, yeah, we'll do different topics each week and people are feeling like really crazy physical sensations and and spiritual and just mental sensations from, from these activations. So it's helping to activate people's gifts and helping them to connect to higher realms and activate their DNA and, and also, uh, connect with their cosmic family. Um, so I do those every Sunday and then I make other content on like kind of stories, experiences, mm-hmm. things I've learned, star seed stuff, star seed awakening. Correct. Correct. What is a CE five practitioner? What, what is that? So CE five is human initiated contact with UFOs. So that's like, instead of you just being outside and then a UFO pops up, this is where you are intentionally asking to make contact and inviting them. So that's what I was focusing really heavily on before and what the star beings were teaching me because I was like seeing them and actually like physically 
and feeling them physically like each day. Mm -hmm. So that's a big thing. There's like, if you've ever heard of Dr. Greer, he's a big CE5 enthusiast. And I found out about Dr. Greer not too long after this started for me. And he has pretty good protocols for it, but it's basically the same thing. Um, You can meditate for it. You're just, you know, reaching out to connect and have that have that experience and also be like an ambassador of earth <laughs> <laughs> yeah you get to have a conversation with your uh, with yourself with the blue bean <laughs> yeah that is really 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 interesting i actually not too long ago after i saw said the blue woman i felt her in saw her a lot she was teaching me a lot and then suddenly it was like she was gone and I felt like you know she helped me with what she needed to help me with a little bit later sometimes I'll get sad because I miss her Um, (laughs) where are you (laughs) yeah she was she became like my best friend um and there was a, a time and I've heard this from two other people about themselves but I was in the bathtub and I and and I looked up into my reflection in like the metal and i saw her face looking back at me really yeah and i was like whoa (laughs) and during my reading sessions i've had two other people say that this lady's like i've never told anybody this but one day i was like walking in the hallway i looked in the mirror and i saw somebody like a like an et's face looking back at me and i was like oh my god the same thing happened to me (laughs) oh that's cool was it a past life regression that you had earlier when you was talking about? Or was it? It was. It was, was like it? a like a hypnosis. Hypnosis. Um, not necessarily past life, but the, basically the two things that I went back to were Atlantis, bits of inner Earth, and but I have had two spontaneous regressions where I it just happened like randomly. One I was out on a jog, and oh the other, okay. Yeah, the other one, I was, it was Christmas Eve and I was like doing my makeup and I just, just happened. It was really interesting. Did you see anything or, or sense anything or was it just a download? Yeah, I, all three, the first one in these, so these were past lives that were affecting me negatively. Mm. So at first for one of them, I sensed Syrians. I just got like kind of the notification that Syrians are here. I was like, okay. And then suddenly like whoosh, this feeling comes down and, and it was like a download. I was uh, burned at the stake as a witch back in the Uh-oh. middle ages. Yeah. And I closed my eyes and I saw the vision burning at the stake. And then I felt, you know, the pain. I just started like bawling and had the realization that that life was very deeply scarring. And because of that life, it was, it was still affecting me today where I was afraid to speak my truth because I had been murdered for it and afraid to uh, be, you know, my authentic self. Mm-hmm. So they basically just I've heard this a few it. times. Yeah. I think <laughs> it could be like a common thing with, uh, with us, with healers and, and star seeds and everything, unfortunately. Yeah, there's so many people out there that uh, have a past life as a witch. They were burned at the stake. And then when they go to speak their truth or speak their inner wisdom, 
they have this fear that comes about them and they're not able to get out the words and it's that trauma. And then, you know, when they had their sessions and everything, it's pretty much, it's like, everything's going to be okay. You could, you're safe now. You can, you can talk about these things and, you know, look at all the stuff that you hear about on, on YouTube and so on that you hear all these people talk about their experience and their inner knowledge that they have. So Mm-hmm. by you saying all that I was like yeah I've heard this quite a few times what was the Atlanta stuff about was it just a, a glimpse of it or yeah it was just a, a glimpse I'm actually going to be doing an Atlantis activation soon what what I found whenever I do these activations I'll plan it kind of like the week beforehand what I'm gonna do whenever I decided to do inner earth suddenly I began being visited by inner earth beings and learned more about inner earth Whenever I did the Andromeda one, Andromedan being stepped forward and they taught me. So I'm planning on doing an Atlantis one soon. And I know that more information. That's pretty cool. So you put on your calendar, Atlantis one's coming up next. And it's like, Ooh, this is some opportunities to talk about this, this, and this with her, give her downloads. (laughs) Yeah. And then I, I just automatically, I mean, I won't always be visited by them, but yeah, basically. Okay. And when's that supposed to happen? Well, this weekend we're doing the Lionsgate portal, guiding through the Lionsgate portal. And then I believe the weekend after that, we should be doing Atlantis. Which 14th? Be, yeah. Cool. Well, I look forward to that. Anything with Atlantis that has my attention to it. So I look forward to it. I'll hurry up and try to edit this video so the uh, viewers and the listeners can join in as well. Awesome. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, learning more. I, I haven't dived too much into um, Atlantis or my past life in there. I know I was a male and uh, in, in that apparently I'd helped people go down to inner earth, helped lead people down there, I guess, to escape. Gotcha. Interesting. Maybe you was part of that story I read in, in her book, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <clears throat> very, very interesting. Was there anything else with the, you mentioned your future self was there any other um information that came through besides the the message that was it that was it and I tried seeing if I could contact her again I think she just came for that one message um but I will say after the SSP program conference I actually the day after I went out to eat with Tyler and Aaron and I had something happen with my health and I ended up having to go to the emergency room and I got a concussion. Oh. Yeah, it was very scary. Um, and I just knew afterwards that that was, there was, there was no coincidence that that happened the day after the SSP conference. And I felt like it was like opening a new chapter in the concussion that I had at the SSP conference. Somebody had, I don't remember who it was. It was one of the, the women speakers said that her memories began coming back after she got a bad concussion so since since that i have began seeing different ets i've begun seeing andromedans but i didn't know that they were andromedan at first they look like grays similar to grays i found out during the and after right after the andromeda activation that the gray grays i had been seeing were actually andromedan Um, Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, 12D Andromedans, but they're using bodies 
that are look similar to grays to come down to this dense environment to work with us more hands-on. Very interesting. So gotcha. Yeah. So the Andromedans stepped forward and Pleiadians stepped forward. So all this seen. happened at the hospital or afterwards? No, this this has happened since since after the hospital in May. So okay. it's just it's all been unfolding. And so the Andromedans stepped forward and that's when I met them. And I think that the picture I showed you of the light being is one of those Andromedans. <laughs> um, but when when they've shown themselves to me, I see them, they look similar to Grace. Uh, okay, so the pic the the picture of the photo with uh, the light being with with the sparkly rainbow light image. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, I believe Maybe. that was the Andromedans. And Pleiadians have been I've been seeing and hearing Pleiadians. They've told me I was meditating. They told me that they were testing my psychic abilities. I think they are they're helping. Yeah, I was like, really, guys? They're they're. <laughs> Yeah, they're we're they're kind of like testing things out, helping me to develop my gifts um, and develop communication with them. But I recently found out that this is like a ship, a crew of Pleiadians that are nearby, that are actually in the skies around the solar system. I don't know specifically if I am one of the Pleiadians on that ship yet. I'm still learning more about them. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's a crew with two males, a female, and a, and a mantis being. Oh, that's, so that's interesting. That's yeah, so that's what's been going on lately. <laughs> and you had a vision of that or out-of-body experience kind of thing with that one? Yeah, it was a vision, a couple of visions. Okay. I, For me, when we landed, when the airplane landed in St. Louis, I had this crazy headache. It felt like pins and needles right here, like never felt anything like that felt like uh like a sea urchin mm -hmm. spikes like right here and i'm like oh man i was like what the hell is this all about i was like don't tell me i'm getting a bad headache before for the conference and everything and it lasted for like a few minutes four or five minutes and then it kind of like died down and went away and then by the time i was able to focus on what I need to focus on for the rental car and everything. I was like, okay, I feel a lot better now. And mm -hmm. I was like, Hmm, what was that all about? Mm -hmm. So I asked Tracy about it. And in that session, she was kind of saying that the, the information came ahead of time instead of me being at the conference, thinking so the conference had something to do with it. They said they timed it on the airplane. So I would think the airplane had something to do with it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, Okay, I'll go with that. <laughs> yeah, I felt, I feel like that conference was definitely very activating and a lot of, it just, I, I slept for like almost a month after the concussion. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah, they were telling me rest and I was like, why am I so freaking tired? But yeah, sometimes I'll get headaches and stuff too. I think that's you being like activated. I remember it. Suzanne asked me questions about it. She was like, oh, okay, so did you experience lost time? I said, no, not really. Have you experienced anything, you know, like ETs, contacts with ETs? I said, no, not really. I said, I thought about it, but I can't, re can't recall anything. You know, and I kept on thinking about 
different little things throughout my life. I was like, no, I can't. I said, no, I don't have that. I don't have that. And then when Tony was up there and he was giving his speech and he was like talking about his experience at, at the doctor's visit and they were like, tell me about your dreams. And I was like, oh boy. I said, I can relate to that. Cause I remember seeing a certain therapist, a speech therapist, and we, we really didn't do speech therapy. And I saw her for like years. And for the most part, it was like, tell me, tell me about your dreams kind of thing. And growing up, I always thought about it like, oh, she just wants me to talk to her so I can just say my words and talk to her, but she'll never stop me. She'll never correct me and never stop me. And I was like, I always thought that was very odd. And then when Tony was up there talking about his experience and talking about that part at the end, I was like, oh, I said, I got some thinking to do. <laughs> but I was like, not right now. Too much going on. I said, I'll look at that later on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That, that's one of the things that like I found out is deeper than what I could even imagine, but I haven't remembered all of it yet. I just know that there's something more. Right. And, yeah. And I think that will begin, you know, coming as the time's right. But yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it's interesting. It would be very interesting if someone had a session and they're like, you know, if they could read the room and say, hey, what's the connection between all of them? Perfect example is when they had a class, a QHHT class in Miami, and the connection was there was some healing that needed to be done during the times of Atlantis dealing with animal DNA and human DNA, and there was some healing that needed to be done, and that was the whole connection between the whole group, So, because they had to release all this trauma that they experienced, and it was very interesting because Sarah was telling me, she's like, I couldn't understand why people were coughing. Like, why were they coughing? And they were coughing up the dust and the smoke from the, the burnt bodies and everything. And I was like, what a coincidence. You know, there, there is no coincidences. <laughs> wow. Everything happens for a reason. And yeah. one of the questions I wanted to ask you was about the human hybrid program. You have any knowledge about that? Any information? Were you, you know, seeing anything, any downloads of any type of information? So one of the first people that I did a reading for, I saw, first thing I saw through vision were these like eyes. They looked like human eyes, except for they were way bigger, but they had pupils and everything. They just like popped open. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> and, and I realized it was a kid. It was his hybrid child. So I had to tell this guy that he had a hybrid uh. child. And I saw the mother. She was wearing a dress. She looked gray-like, um, like a gray, a taller gray. But she felt positive. It felt positive. She actually visited me. Normally, ETs that I see in visions don't like, from readings, they don't visit me. She visited me like three times after that. Come to find out, we, me and him have lived a past life together and we're more, you know, interconnected. But so he has a positive experience with these uh, Zeta, benevolent Zeta beings um, and is a part of a hybrid program. So I know that from that, I think there are positive and negative ones. I've heard. 
Yeah. So positive and negative ones. What I've gotten from it is it's to help, you know, mix the, the DNA and help create just create a better, not a better species, but to help the galaxy. And, and it's, it sounds like the intentions of it are good. And it's, <laughs> and it's going to be <laughs> good. Recently, I have been seeing visions of, of babies. And so I feel like there's something more going on with that. Maybe I don't, you know, know yet, but. Okay. You, th- mm-hmm. because the question would be uh, if you had any information about, and I want to start a new series. So once when I'm finished with the New Earth versus New World Order, I want to start a new series, series of questions as well that deals with the human hybrid program, because mm-hmm. Sarah had some awesome information that dealt with it. And I wanted to see, pick your brain about it as well to see if you had anything, especially with you being, a, you know, having contact with the ETs as well. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to see if you had any connection with it. So, mm-hmm. so you can be on video number two. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't have too much information on it, but I do know somebody who does have a hybrid child. I've seen the child and spoken with, basically spoken with with the child's mother. (laughs) That's interesting. So you was having, you was doing a reading for a client and everything. Was this that uh, star chart reading that you you do or was this something else that you was doing? Oh, star origins reading. Star Origins reading. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, if you're ever interested in Zeta, he's from Zeta Reticuli and he has Pleiadian as well. Okay. That's yeah. pretty cool. Well, if you're interested in one of those readings and you want to find out about your ET contacts and ET connections, you, you can uh, have a, a star reading with you. Yeah. I also do. Um, coaching and star seed coaching and consulting um but i really want I'm, I'm going to be making dna activation kits very soon so that's i'm very excited about those i'm going to collaborate with the star beings to oh. make little activation kits that will help jumpstart your dna activation <laughs> that's pretty cool yeah i see it on here dna activator so these are kits like physical kits I'm going to make, it'll be like a digital product. It'll have some videos, some channelings, different things that you can do, kind of like a routine, like a little mini program and things that you could listen to that will activate your DNA. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I'm That's super pretty excited cool. about those. Super Is this excited. to help activate or upgrade your DNA? Is that what that's for? Mm-hmm. Okay. Did they mention anything about the new earth? or anything like that rate you know 5d or did they mention anything about that uh they just tell me to focus on activating everybody's dna (laughs) well in a way it probably goes hand in hand in a way yeah yeah well i will say that recently i whenever i did the inner i did an inner earth activation of a couple weeks ago and whenever i did that a parallel another version of me visited me and he told me that he showed me like five plus earths and told me that parallel realities are joining together that our versions of ourselves from these parallel realities are coming to assist us ah i heard something similar to that um something like multiple timelines converging 
onto one coming together. So it's kind of like if you have multiple timelines spread out, it's like they're getting closer together kind of thing. Yeah. And they're crossing and compressing. Yeah. It was it was told scientifically exactly how that works, but <laughs> gotcha. Let the scientists figure that one out, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm excited to find out, but yeah, that's that's the information I got on that um so far. <laughs> Perfect. I feel very positive for you know the future. Oh, absolutely. I hear a lot of great things about it. I know we have to get through all this roughness and all this uh feel. hardship and feel and activate. Yeah, get all work through the good, the bad, the ugly, get through all this and certain things need to crumble, certain things need to fall. And, you know, it's going to be scary at first, but then, you know, multiple sessions have said that everything's going to come together, be beautiful, things will get better. Mm -hmm. So that we have plenty of help, plenty of things going on. Yeah. Yep, exactly. And for those who may be like waiting, okay, when, you know, when are the ETs going to come down? Well, they're already here. They're helping us on more of an individual, personal level. You can connect with your cosmic family spiritually, no matter who you are. Um, And, you know, like we were talking about, a lot of these ETs are other versions of us. So they care about us. They love us because we are them. Right, Uh, right. Yeah. So it took me a while to wrap my mind around that. Like, wait a minute, how are we them? Are we them like like physically yeah. them? Or are we them like DNA wise? And then it's like, oh, in a way, it's like everything and everything you can think of, spiritual, soul wise, you know. Yeah. They I don't share know. the same soul. Yeah, exactly. I don't know scientifically a hundred percent how it works, but you kind you get an understanding of it. For them before they come down here physically we're going to have to begin remembering we're going to have to begin we're going to have to begin activating and raising our vibration um or else they won't you know before they come out and shake our hand gotcha any tips and advice what we gotta remember and activate i know you got the dna activator but is there something else (laughs) yeah then that's something that'll be in like the dna activation kits what what i I would do affirmations and mantras every day. You know, I am remembering who I truly am and healing. A lot of it is before you can get up to that next level, you have to drop your baggage. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it is healing work. Meditation helps a million percent. Uh, I heard it always comes back to meditation. I heard. Yeah. I mean, that's like the, that's the jump starter there. Really. Uh, so many yeah, that's really important. If you don't like meditating, you could spending time in nature, you know, jogging, mm. stargazing, things like that, or anything like creative for me, whenever I was connecting with them is whenever I was shooting photography, because that was my creative passion. So I would feel them as soon as I got into like a flow state. It's like they were letting me know, okay, your vibration's high enough. You know, you're connected while you're in this flow state. So yeah, focusing on that, raising your vibration, activating, listening to frequency music, and just work working on yourself, coming together. Nice. Has any of your uh, listeners or subscribers ever said, hey, I did what you did with the photography, took my camera out, 
went outside, started taking pictures of the stars, you know, have you ever got any responses back? I've had some people like email me pictures of the moon and and stuff that they've taken. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. And for your friends and family, what do they think about all this since this is kind of recent for you? Mm -hmm. Well, at first they didn't believe me. Now I'm open about it and they see that, you know, I didn't drop it. It wasn't a phase. I'm, I'm sticking to my story. So now I'm pretty open with you know yeah i'm talking to the aliens and like i don't care and uh so they're really gotcha. they're, yeah they're cool about it now they're really cool about it they didn't like oh we're gonna leave this one alone <laughs> you know yeah they may I not fully understand it but they're just like all right you know whatever i'm not hurting anybody i'm doing better now than i was you right, know, a year right. Ago, so i'm doing something right <laughs> and also you know you you brought up that you was burned at the stake as a witch. I mean, that's part of healing as well, because now you're able to move past that. You don't hold on to that fear. <clears throat> did they come to you for advice or, or did they have any questions on, on the slide? What's that? Your the friends. Family? Yeah, your friends or family. Did they actually like certain questions on a slick? Like, like surprisingly, no, like. I've had some conversations with my mom. She like saged the house for the first time a little bit ago and she went to go see a psychic, but we don't talk about it too much. Um, and my friends, um, <laughs> you know, I'm pretty open about it, but I don't, I don't physically like hang out with that many people. Most of the people that I'm talking to are already, you know, in it gotcha the reason why i bring it up because uh my brother never talks about any of this stuff this is none of this is on his radar and then he was asking me um what's it called darkness of the soul shadow yeah, of the, the soul, dark night dark night of the soul yeah and he asked me if i knew anything about it I said hmm, doesn't sound too familiar to me i was like what's going on are you okay i was like you know do, do we need to see see a doctor or something for you i was like what's happening and he he tells me what's going on and i'm like hmm i was like i was like okay this is interesting but i'm not too familiar with it he goes well i figure i asked you since you're into all this stuff i was like wait a minute (laughs) i said i know only just a little bit about different things i said i'm not fully familiar with everything and so i thought that was interesting that he was asking me certain things about it and uh, about alchemy and geometry and sacred geometry and i'm like where where did my brother go you know (laughs) that's amazing amazing. and that's just gonna start happening more and more and more right so that's why i was wondering if you had any experiences like that Mm -hmm. you know sort of yeah but most yeah most of the people that i talk to are already kind of like are already there (laughs) yeah they're already they're already there but yeah um the others are coming along Oh, before I forget this question, you mentioned that you saw the spaceships with the dinosaurs and everything. So that tells me this maybe, maybe not a long time ago. And I was wondering, you mentioned that it was an ET war. Mm -hmm. Now, if you ever come across this information in one of your sessions or, you know, visions, anything like that. But there was a war between Mars and Maldek. And I I was wondering if there's any connection between the two, Mm. Um, because it was a very long time ago. 
And since it was a very long time ago and you mentioned there was a war, I'm like, I wonder if that was the connection. Yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but um, I'm going to definitely see if I can find out. <laughs> right. Because even, even that, um, there's a healing that is there that we need to work on even with that part between like, yeah. we're even connected to the mall, the Mars and Maldex situation for us old souls. Yeah. And, and it was pretty cool because my first client, she had a past life and she had a past life on Maldex and they were at war with Mars. And when you brought that up, I was like, man, I want to know if there's any connection. If you, mm -hmm. I'm curious, I will let you know if anything about that comes up. Perfect. Was there anything else that you was experiencing or like to share? I think that is about it. Perfect. Well, thank you yeah. very much for everything. Thank you for coming on. And your YouTube channel is doing phenomenal. So you. you're getting thousands and thousands of views, it looks like. So you're doing pretty good with something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's popping off. And that's the number one thing that the star beings have showed me when I was asking, okay, what do I focus on? Showed me the singing bowls and the live activations in YouTube. That's what. That's what they're like, focus. Yep. That's focus what on that. That's what I'm supposed to be doing. So thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. And I'll have a link in the description below to her YouTube channel. You have a website as well. The website name? LilyNovaSpaceArt.com. And if someone wants to contact you, they can go through the website for any mm -hmm. readings and so on. Yep. Yep. On the website or in my uh, link tree. I can send that to you if you'd like, but there's like yeah. a contact form on that, but also the website. Yeah, there's a contact. Okay. And I'll have the link in the description for that as well. And I think that's it. Did you have a good time? Yeah. It was very nice meeting you. Yep. Same here. Well, thank you very much. And if you ever get any more information, just let me know because I'd like to do another episode with you and add to the collection. Okay. And I look forward to your uh, Atlantean starseed activation. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, me too. I'm super excited about it. <laughs> All right. Hope to see you there. All right. Well, you take care. Thanks. You too. Bye. Bye-bye.